All right, all right, all right. Down to business, boss. Here we are. We're in the dark. We're downstairs. This is episode 22 of Combat on the Couch with the Ugly Franco. Scott Noctical episode. Jeff Gordon episode. The One Man Wrecking Crew episode. He'll tell you what to do with your money, and he'll take all your lunch money, too. So watch it. Watch your pockets, baby. This guy's dangerous. What's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing well. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How's your How's here. your day going? It's going well. I uh, I got a little late start. I uh, was in Lincoln presenting to a group of seniors last night, kind of teaching right, about Social yeah. Security and financial planning, and I uh, got back a little bit late, and so got to work a little bit later than normal. Got well, my, that's all right. Got my coffee a little bit later than normal, but it's all good. So what's normal? What's normal then for you? What's a normal time to wake up then? Uh, between 7 and 8, Yeah, uh, depending on the day, depending on appointments. I'm right around there too. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I mean, 6, 6 a.m. sounds good, and I know I have more time in the day, but I don't want to get up at 6 or 5. No, I'm definitely a night owl. and. Yeah. The one thing that I've found for myself is getting the right amount of sleep is the game changer for me. So it may sound cool to be like, I get up early every day and I do this and that and the other thing. But the reality is, is if I'm tired, uh, you know, not performing. Yeah, I can't. I was thinking, I mean, a couple of days ago, I was like, okay, I've got two podcasts in one day. So that night I've got to like hunker down and not do anything and go to bed and turn the phone off at like 10 and then like you know be like for mm-hmm. sure getting good hours and i think i did i think i did i think i'm fresh fresh for today but yeah i'm also noticing it in my life as well and i'm still young you know yeah well you're still young i mean how old are you i'm 47 all right so you're, you're 47 train here at the gym those are the two kind of like obvious parts of like who you are it's like oh okay he's He's 47 and he goes to jujitsu? Yes, sir. What do you think about that? Do you get that a lot? Um, I, I do. Um, not as much now just because I think a lot of uh, friends and family know that I do it. But, um, you know, it's <clears throat> when I started, I, I, I started rolling with Alex at the YMCA back in 2019. So I remember walking by. Uh, it was a racquetball court and they had yeah. stuck some mats in there and and I saw these guys rolling, and I'm like, man, that looks cool. And see, I'd been missing that for, well, for about two decades because yeah. I wrestled in high school. Okay, I loved there it. You go. Right. I uh, I was, I, I had intentions or, or thoughts of wrestling in college, mm-hmm. but I ended up being a better pole vaulter, and so I had too athletic, too athletic to <laughs> wrestle. The wrestlers aren't real athletes. All right, athletic is different than being a wrestling athlete. Wrestlers are athletes, but like. Athletic stuff, pole vaulting is the most athletic thing I think in the world. So, uh, I yes and no. There's some parts of it that are, but um, you know, I I wouldn't cut wrestling short or jujitsu short. Um, different because you are going head to head against someone else, and in the vault you're going head to head against yourself, and so they're they're different. Um, yeah, yeah, different, but just athletic pole vaulting. Yeah. More athletic. More, you're too athletic to be a wrestler. Uh, I don't I had know to pick it. <laughs> I ended up getting a better scholarship was kind of the, the bottom line to, nice. to go pole vault at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And so that was that was a decision maker. Um, I had good. some options Very to good. go wrestle um, some 
D2 schools and, and had some good scholarship options, but it wasn't what UNL was offering. And so uh, made that choice. And I think it was a, it was a good choice. It blessed me in many ways. I uh, was able to, you know, UNL graduated from Carney High in 95. And so if you recall back, uh, I think it was 93 and 94, UNL won. The national? National football. Right. Yeah. And Championships. So, mm-hmm. And so UNL at that time had just a gob of money that they yeah. were throwing at uh, the athletic program. So That makes sense. I remember as a freshman, um, the the track team chartered planes to fly us to track events, which is ridiculously unheard of. Like, oh, at that time? Yeah. I mean, track teams don't have money to throw at right. anything, but because you and I was doing so, yeah, 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 or some vans, and, <laughs> or drive yourself. But yeah, they were they were chartering flights for us, so yeah, it, wow. Was, wow. it was pretty cool. Showing there, showing that's how we ball around here. This is what Nebraska money does. Yep, exactly. This exactly. is what that Natty Champ money does, yeah. and we're bored here. We're going to buy planes. Right. And It's a good time. And I can get back to kind of that college experience, because it... it it shaped me for where I'm at today, but uh, getting back to walking through the YMCA, seeing people rolling, and I had I'd worked out by myself <clears throat> for about 20 years, um, because as a financial advisor, as a as an independent business person, m- my schedule was different than all of my buddies who worked, you know, from 8:30 to to five or 5:30. Yeah, yeah. I was having to go into the office in the evening. Um, which usually meant a little bit later start to the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a morning person. We already talked about that. So yeah. I like to work out in the afternoon or evening. So mm-hmm. uh, had to do it by myself. And so that camaraderie, the the working out with people, and definitely the the wrestling aspect of just going head to head against someone, I had missed that. And and I and I couldn't put my finger on it exactly. But when I saw those guys rolling at the YMCA in the racquetball court. In 2019, I was like, man, that looks like fun. I need to get in on that. So I mm-hmm. talked to Alex, and he's like, yeah, man, show up. It's uh, free if, you know, you're, you're a member of the YMCA. And so I did that for, I don't know, six or seven months, and then COVID hit. And that shut down all of all of those activities at the YMCA. So mm-hmm. kind of sat on the sideline through all of 2020. And did you still work out? During that and stuff like that, yeah, or did yep, you still? Absolutely, yep, absolutely. absolutely. That's that's just part of part of who I am. It keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. I um, just being active. It's for me. It's it's my stress reliever. Uh, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I start I start to get a little cranky when I yeah. when I haven't worked out or push myself in in those areas, and so it keeps me healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Being addicted to working out is good. You get cranky when you're off your That's when right. you're off your meds. <laughs> That's right. You know, yep. gotta have them. Gotta Absolutely. have them. Absolutely. So, uh, ran and you're okay Alex. with working out though alone? I want to go back to the being alone part because I really just love meeting people that can do stuff alone. Mm-hmm. It's very admirable, and uh, then finding out what that person does in all of their areas of life because when people are alone, I'm a, I'm an alone person, so I kind of understand like. Side missing, side mm-hmm. missions, you know, like there's, I'm doing this, but like in that there's so many little things that go on and someone who's alone doesn't have anyone else to report to. So it's like you have them and you don't understand that they're going on. Mm-hmm. So how, how did you get okay with work, like doing stuff alone and working out alone and stuff like that? 
You know, it started out, I, I had to. And so, it, you know, it's, it's something that I think as, as humans, I, I say generally speaking, we want to be around other people. Not all the time, but I think there's a, a an inherent desire for that. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have the choice. And then, mm-hmm. and then as I progressed, uh, you know, through my career and just through life, I found that there weren't many people that wanted to uh, work out as hard as I was, yeah. or the duration that I did. And mm-hmm. and there was yeah. there was a handful of people that I tried working out with, and it just it just kind of petered out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that tried organically, you know, working out with people and, and it just kind of fell flat. And, and so I was fine. Uh, Again, it's, it's my thinking time. It's my processing time. It's, it's when I uh, shut my brain off also. So I guess depending on the the thought of the day or the activity of the day, and I may be thinking or processing through something or trying to solve problems, or I may be just numb, not thinking anything, or maybe I'm praying. Um, so I don't know, but, but, uh, like I said, for me, there was, there was something missing, like working out some of the time alone, I think is healthy, but, uh, for me, it was too much. It, uh, I needed to be around people. Yeah. Yeah. You were doing Goggins before Goggins was doing Goggins. <laughs> you couldn't, people couldn't work out with you. <laughs> you were like, we're doing more pull-ups. And they're like, no, I can't do it, man. We're outie. Did you see that that uh that thing on his Instagram this last couple weeks ago? It was like, who came through? One of the fighters for MMA, um, Tony, Tony, oh, what's his last name? But Tony, he went and like apparently David Goggins has an open invite to people who are serious about getting in shape. Mm-hmm. You can come and train with me for the camp. It's like a seven day kind of thing or mm-hmm. something. But nobody's finished it. Huh. And this one guy, Tony, he did really, and it was. Like he, every single day it was like 3 million views, 4 million views on Instagram. Wow. And he, yeah, it was just like a minute and a half, two minutes or something. And it was just, you know, David Goggins being David Goggins. Mm -hmm. But then this person, this poor person dying in a workout next to him. (laughs) Wow. David Goggins is doing the workout. Yeah. (laughs) And he's trying to, you know, he's trying to break this dude. And then like the first, the, the only, he's the only guy that did it. So, Mm. So you don't have you don't you haven't really got anybody that was like a good workout buddy. Maybe you didn't goggins him, but like they just at a certain point they just couldn't they couldn't hang. It, it was a combination of couldn't hang and then also just the the problem with the time schedule. So because I have inconsistencies, you know, meeting with clients right. as a financial advisor, that makes you sense. know I may be available you know at at, at four o'clock on this Tuesday, but not for the next four Tuesdays because yeah. I've got appointments. So yeah. Um, it, that was probably the bigger problem than anything is just the inconsistency with my schedule, my calendar. Mm. That makes, yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. People need uh, more of a schedule. I mean, the schedule is good, but especially when you're like working out and stuff like that, you have a schedule, but the schedule is sporadic. It's like organized chaos. Right. That's how you live. That's yep. how it works. Yep. But the gym here, having classes, you know, starting at six, mm. I I have... I have, I guess, come far enough in my career that I have a lot more control of when I meet with people. Um, I can't believe it. It's It's been almost 25 years that I've been a financial advisor. So at some point, um, you can choose to, you know, work 
all the nights or you can say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make some changes here for, for my sake and for my, my improvement. And, uh, I'm not going to meet with people, you know, after, after six. And so I started doing that. Uh, generally speaking, um, like this week, I, I was at a workshop mm-hmm. last night in Lincoln, yeah. like I said, and, and yeah. on Thursday of this week, I, I got a workshop, uh, teaching people about, uh, retirement and estate planning. And so I enjoy that. It's, uh, I feel like it's something that God's blessed me with. It's, uh, something that I'm, uh, been doing it long enough that I have the experience to actually help people and, and coach them. And, and, uh, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't jumped through every hoop that you can with mm-hmm. financial planning or advising or estate planning, but I've jumped through a lot of them. So when someone has a question, most of the time I've, I have an answer for it because I've experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to lose out on that because I truly, I I enjoy helping people with that side of things. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned faith. Talk about it a little bit. Is that just kind of like one of the things that also is something about you or did you find that later in life or? Um, It's definitely something about me. Um, No, I grew up, I grew up in a, in a home where we went to church, learned about Christ, learned about, um, we, we were Episcopalian, then Catholic, then Lutheran. Uh, I go to the E-Free Church here in Kearney. Very uh, good. Went to uh, New Life Assemblies of God for uh, a long time before that. So I, I've, I've gone through, you know, and experienced uh, quite a few different churches. And, um, but the one thing that's always stayed the same is just my faith in, in Jesus Christ. And, the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, where I go is irrelevant. My, my church is... Uh, my people. So it's not the brick and mortar. It's, it's who do you do life with? Who, who has those same belief systems that you do? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely been a part of my life. And, um, I I would say it's, I, it's, I wish it was more of my foundation, but it it, it is a foundation. Of course, of course, always. Right. You wish you were doing like more for what God wants us to do and stuff like that. Yeah. But always, I, yeah, that's part of the, that's part of it. Yeah. You're all, you can't ever be really satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I, that I, that I continue to work on that relationship and, um, you know, walking out my faith and I, I'm one of those, you know, I've, I've had some good conversations with, with the guys here in the gym, mm-hmm. um, who have completely different religious views. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing about this gym that I, I love is that, um, we can have good conversations about disagreeing on something mm-hmm. and it, and it, it changes nothing about our relationship. And I wish the world was more like that where you can actually have a conversation of this is what I think this is what I believe. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And, and you share, well, this is what I think this is what I believe. And this is why and be like, mm-hmm. cool, man. Well, maybe I'll take a piece of, uh, of, of understanding from your perspective mm-hmm. and be able to have a, a broader view on, on the world and, and maybe more on that religious aspect or, or you as a person. And yeah, that doesn't mean that I need to identify with that or that I'm changing my right. beliefs. Right. But I can at least recognize that, um, that is who you are. That's what mm-hmm. your belief is. And, yeah. and, um, love you regardless. Right, 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 right. You don't have to be in their shoes completely, but you got to understand what it's like to walk around for an hour, you know, like you got to try to like think about it a little bit and get the perspective, mm-hmm. especially when you get into a situation where you find yourself going, 
you know, you're, you're, you're having that look like you're having a conversation and then all of a sudden you're kind of like sideways and you're like, Hey man, we don't agree. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to get through that without having escalation, you know? Yeah. And the big problem with the world right now is there's too much of that. Yeah. There's too much of that. We can't just talk and right disagree and learn and get yeah. perspective and t take time away right the taking time away and coming back to a fight too yeah mm, i mean yeah that's and, building relationships right and for a lot of people it, unfortunately that time away is just de-escalating but i don't know i found that um you know as time goes on the the i guess desire to persuade people has has certainly lost its appeal mm. like to understand that that um what you share with me may may impact my beliefs, but it's going to be extremely s small mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. I have forty seven years of beliefs and my own experiences, and um, which is the good thing and the bad thing, right? Because yeah. we're not going to change, but I mean, like we know that this is what we believe and we want to say this is right, but nobody really knows that it's right for sure. You mm -hmm. can't say, I know 100% this is right because you haven't died, right? Yeah. You didn't do it yet. Right. So, you know, that's never, we're never going to find anybody that did that. That's why Jesus' story is the one, like, there's no body. We can't find him. He literally, he, we, everybody saw him. The story is unreal. Nobody has a story like that. That's kind of why it goes the way that it goes. But mm -hmm. um, I was getting to a point, ah, I do this all the time. That's I start right. rambling about something, but well, and it doesn't need to. I mean, the disagreement doesn't have to be religious based. It doesn't have to be faith based. It it can be completely, uh, you know, arbitrary, or it could be about food or relationships or what class do you think we should have tonight at the gym? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The long and short is right. is I don't. I, I know where I am now, and I think that's something that that can happen with age. Um, you know, the foundation of who, who, who am I and am I okay with who I am? Mm -hmm. Do I need your affirmation? Do I need mm -hmm. your kudos for me to have faith or, or continue my belief system? Well, if that's the case, then it's a pretty flawed belief system yeah. if you're basing it on what somebody else. Yeah. So for me to understand that I have my own belief system, you have your own belief system about anything. About anything. Um and respect that you have yours based off of your experience, your life experience, um, you know, what you have learned, uh, what you know to be true for you. Um, I don't have to change that. Like from I, that, like it's a, it's, it's a waste of energy for both of us. Yeah. 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 But creating that world where that's one thing that, you know, I think you said a little bit of like, I wish it was more like, um, relationships where we can we can do that mm -hmm. if we do it more actually like actually kind of do it more and in conservative nebraska it's not like we're running into a lot of like headbutting conversations about right. the stuff that we're talking about but like if you just do it more then you create that more then that's how it goes right you be the change that you want to see right right yeah absolutely it's fun, but it's not for everyone because there are certain people that don't want a challenge. And there's certain people that really want, want like a challenging conversation. Right. You know, yeah. everybody wants a challenge and to rise up to some sort of thing, but like not everybody wants to do it. Every, not everybody is built for it. Right. I think the challenge isn't so much trying to persuade someone. I think the challenge is being, being present enough to have a, a conversation that matters. And that is not, 
hey man, how you doing? Good. It's like, hey man, how you doing? Oh, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not doing well. Really? What's going on? You know, I, I had, I had this happen at work or, you know, this happened with a relationship or this happened with, with my son or whatever that is. And, and for then you who, who may have asked that question, Hey, how are you doing to then to, to engage and, and, mm-hmm. and, and move into that conversation. Um, cause that takes time and that time. takes energy and it takes yep. effort. There's, there's an emotional buy-in when you are stepping into something like that with a person. And, um, I don't, me personally, I don't see that digitally. And, and I, there may be some people, here's one, we can, there's going to be some people that disagree with me. I I think, you know, Facebook and, and just a lot of the apps out there are great for keeping in touch. I, I don't find the value in having those deep, meaningful conversations. I know they can't happen, but they're not regular for me. Yeah. And it's not the same. You can't have a, a zoom call. No. You're face to face. No, you're not. Right. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. You feel something when you're in a room with someone. Yeah. You know, yep. you know that you guys like, you know, if something went sideways, there's one person that might leave, you know, like right. that's, you know what it's like. Yeah. I agree with you. And yeah. I started a media company. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that there's a lot of emotional relationship building on a phone. Right. You know, the comments are good and fun. The calls are great. Keep yeah. them coming. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's, you can't, you know? Yeah. You just can't. Right. And, and that's what, you know, one of the things that I found at this gym is, is sometimes those conversations get cut short, but I have found that, uh, that people here, um, generally speaking, if you've listened to these podcasts, people are pretty honest pretty authentic and, yeah. and they're, they're willing to kind of throw it out there. Yeah. And that's uh, what we want. Absolutely. That's and, what we want. Yeah. But I, I mean, I see it upstairs. You see here on the podcast, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's something to be said about, um, I don't know, uh, uh, listening to some of the podcasts, uh, you know, some of the struggles that, that uh, we have and um, showing up here and I don't know, there's, there's something, there's something to be said about, rolling with somebody that you're you're trying to strangle you're trying to get them to tell you to quit you know yeah um there's a there's a there's a step of engagement there because you have to trust those people not to hurt you or they have to trust you not to hurt them and to 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 push it to that line of saying you know i submit i give tap um safely and there's there's literally i can't think of anything else in this world that you are engaging someone to that point. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's an intimacy with that, um, that, that I, I think brings a lot of us closer here in this gym, uh, that, that for me, at least I've seen allows, maybe allows that opportunity because you're taking that step of, 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 of trust to be like, yeah, man, a shitty day. Yeah. Me too. Or tell me about it or let's go grab coffee. I've had more coffee with guys from this gym than any other, maybe outside of church, than any other, uh, like, group, friendships, uh, just interactions. Hmm. That's just a testament to what's going on in the building. Yeah. And to you. Now the legend of Scott grows. Nah. Now it makes sense. He's a man of God. He's a God-fearing man. And he's disciplined. Would you say you're a disciplined person? 
Yeah, it, but I, I I don't know. It, for me, it's it, it's hard to take credit for some things because, um, like trying to eat healthy after doing it for 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 several decades. The junk's just that, not around. Many, many decades. Yeah, and and you know, I I think routine and 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 just your your body, or at least for me, my my body kind of tells me, okay, you've had enough, right? You know, you've had enough sugar, or you've yeah. had enough caffeine, or, yeah. um, and and then just to listen to my body and be like, okay, I, I don't need anymore, or you, I'm craving protein, go eat protein. Like mm, yeah. I just kind of listen to my body. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I don't feel like I get to take credit for that because I feel like that's just something that has occurred over time. That's God's blessed me with genetics that allows you know, me to continue to, to do this. And, and yeah, I work hard, but, um, you know, I, I don't know, I guess it, I, it's hard to take credit for it because I feel like a lot of it was given to me. I think you're right, but you know, take some, take some credit. It's hard. It's really hard yeah. to buy the healthy food when everything else looks so good. That's hard. You don't think it's hard, but it's a decision, you know, it's not hard now, yeah. but like, I mean, if I brought some of my friends into a day of Scott's life and you were like, let's go, let's go do this and let's go do this and let's go do this and this is what we're going to eat and what time is it? It's been seven hours since I did this. Okay, we need to do this. Like, if you you would see this other person just shut up yeah. about an hour in probably. Yeah. Because that's how it is. You know, when you're an active, disciplined person... You know, I mean, even if I followed you, I'm an active, disciplined person, but I don't work out every day. I don't roll around, you know. I do I do things constantly, but some of it isn't productive, and we're just going to be honest. But, like, I mean, I'm sure I'd be blown away just because, I mean, it sounds very disciplined. It sounds like a very, I mean, I know what it takes to come and roll. I can't come and roll because I have a job to do. Mm-hmm. I can't do both. Yeah. Somebody that can do both, I know what that takes. Yeah. It's a lot of discipline. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think ev- just about everything in this world has pros and cons. So, you know, some of the cons are are that, you know, I, I've had to learn to, like, sit on the couch. I've had to learn to slow down. And, um, you know, not being able to slow down at times has been, you know, a burden on relationships. So it's not mm-hmm. all good, right? Or yeah, no. me sitting. True. That this was, it was this week. Um, I I got home and it was like nine o'clock at night. And, and I was just, I, I just needed to do something. And so I, um, I like to elk hunt. I like to go backpacking. And so I, uh, I, I have a really nice pack and I, throw on a 50 pound salt bag on that and then some some water jugs and so at nine o'clock all right Jocko I I I threw threw on that pack and and I just went for an hour walk and and so again I don't know if that's good or bad um it's what I needed at that time but um you know some people might say well you know you should have been able to to just turn it off or go sit on the couch and and um so I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying there sometimes, sometimes it can be a burden where it's just like uh, I I need to go do something because that's what yeah. my body's telling me I need yeah. to do, and yeah, versus just that. being able to like, yeah. um, you know, and 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 uh, you know, part of it may have been that I just ate too much 
that that evening and and my body's like you need to go do something so yeah. i don't know there's there's it's it's not all good it's not all glory uh sometimes just sitting there going ah did i eat too much yeah maybe i should go for a walk or so i don't know i guess uh it's a double-edged sword for just about anything like finding that balance and striking it but that's a good point that's a good point it is a double-edged sword being disciplined sometimes yeah you do fixate on the work and then lose the relationships for a couple weeks it's like, oh, I haven't talked to my regular, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't hit, done my regular. Mm-hmm. And then and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, you miss it. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of feel something inside of yourself. Maybe they don't reach out in a way or mm-hmm. nothing's really happening, but you're kind of like at an un, unsettled point. And then you say, oh, it's because I've been selfish for weeks now. Right. And I've been growing yeah. and I've been disciplined. Nobody can say I haven't been disciplined. Right. But yeah. So I like, uh, just, it was last week. My, my sister asked me over for dinner yeah. and yeah, I didn't go cause I <sighs> came to the gym. And yeah. so, I mean, there's, there's times like that where they'll like, well, okay, well you're, you're missing out on relationships to go work right. out. Right. Like, y- yeah, I, y- yes, I did. That, that was my choice that night. Yes. Was it right or wrong? That night. I, I don't know. That's, that's the great debate is, uh, <laughs> right. you know, d- d- did I find time to meet up with her? Yes. So it wasn't completely void of uh, an engagement with her. But, um, you know, that's just one example is there's a sacrifice and, and um, some days it's worth it and some days it's not. And, and um, like tonight, I'm not going to be at the gym because I'm going to go grab some food with my son, probably some sushi or some delicious Mexican. And because nice. um, he and I haven't hung out a little one on one time for a while. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but but there are there there may have been times where that that persuasive side of no Scott, you need to get your ass in the gym Yeah, may have won out. And, and these are, you know, just some of those things as, as he's a junior. So yeah. knowing that my time with him is limited, so that changes things, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, we only have so much time and we yeah. got to make sure that what we're doing is valuable. And, and so that is uh, one thing that, that I have been working on is, uh, you know, am I making this decision for my betterment? Or am I doing it for someone else's betterment? And and I've had to let go in the last year, year and a half of um, of, of making sure that I'm taking care of myself, like emotionally, physically, um, and and uh, so sometimes that means not doing anything, um, you know, not going to the gym or not going to eat with someone, or it means going to eat with someone and missing out on the gym, or it means going to the gym again. It depends on the day. Uh, it sounds like I just muddled up a whole lot of thoughts there, but the point is, is that I, I am trying to be intentional in that moment of what does Scott need right now? That thought is everything. Yeah. If you're not thinking about it, you're definitely not going to do it. Right. If you're at least conscious and you kind of do understand and feel I'm not doing it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that right there is everything. If you can't even notice it, some right. people don't notice it. Some right. people don't think about it. Right. And that's sometimes where routine, I think, can be a killer. Again, it, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like I'm yeah. going back and forth on a lot of stuff here because we're talking about being disciplined. And no, no, I, no. I love same. it. I actually love it. I actually love to polarize the conversation every time you say a sentence because it, it's literally, when I listen to people that do it, it makes my brain engage the entire time. And it just, it's more fun to talk like that mm-hmm. because you go here and then you're like traveling to a different far land away. 
Yeah. And uh, you can just go back and forth. I love to polarize the conversations. It mm-hmm. kind of just makes sense because we're thinking about stuff. Yeah. You know? Yep, I agree. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we go back to <clears throat> the the YMCA, walking through that, seeing Alex rolled for a little bit, 2019, COVID. Saw Alex, uh, I think it was at a coffee shop. He's like, man, I'm practicing. Uh, at that time, he was, I was practicing at Carney Combat. You should come down and check it out. And uh, didn't, didn't, didn't. Right. Uh, got to the end of 2020 and ran into him again. He's like, hey, I'm, co- I'm coaching now. It's like, get down here. So uh, it was, yeah, January of, of 21 that I showed up and walked in and and uh, saddled up. Nice. Yeah. So you've been here ever since. When did the financial planning start? What did you go to UNL for besides pole vaulting? Uh, I graduated with a, a marketing degree. Very business, good. Business. Wow. Business administration. Yeah. Fantastic. What was your first job out of that? That's very, I have a lot of friends that do that. What was your first job out of that? I started working for Mutual of Omaha in Lincoln between my senior and senior year of college. Senior and senior? Yes, sir. Five years. Right, right, right. Yep. It makes sense. Yeah. I wasn't questioning it. It yeah. made sense. <laughs> It was good. Right, I, I'm, yeah. I, yes, going going to school for five years was was uh, was good. It was a good choice. Yeah, trying to why do you say to, that? Trying to do sports and and came, I, God did not bless me with the uh, the the like the the test taking brain. My uh, yeah, I was always the last one in there. Yeah, school school was a bit of a challenge for me. Mm. Um, terrible reader. Uh, you know, if if I could pick one thing that I could improve about myself, it would be that I I would enjoy reading or that I could read mm. better. Um, mm. So that uh, five years was was a good timing. I wish I could have lasted five years. I lasted a year, yeah, and not a UNL. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting to hear about a success story from from college. And it's, it's interesting to hear. I like to think about the college system in, in like 10 to 20 year gaps because that's like the way that Gary Vee talks about it to me. And that's a lot of like information that I take in about college. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of people in my life that went to UNO, pole vaulted, and then got the degree and did it successfully. You know, I have a lot of like people in my life that did blue collar work until mm-hmm. they got a good business going. Mm-hmm. And I love those people. And those are like the people that, I learned from, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. so like, I just don't have a lot of academics, uh, you know, talking to me or people that had time in academia. You know? Yeah. You know, I don't think that one way is better than the other. In fact, I don't even know. I, I mean, you could, you could line them up as far as just going out into the, to the, to the field and working, you know, maybe as an, as an apprentice or something like that. Um, and going to college, I mean, you spend the same amount of time you're learning, uh, college obviously is more expensive, but but you get to a point. It, it, it takes it takes routine and it takes experience to be able to start a business. And whether you learn that through college or through you know just being underneath someone's wing or or just going through the hard knocks, um, you end up having to do that after college, even if you get a degree, because there's I mean there's no free lunch out there to to start something. College is okay, but it doesn't really prepare you for going out and just busting your ass and and um, you know making making those last calls or or showing up to those last bids. 
um, when yeah. when other people are, are shutting it down for the night and, and, and you're pursuing. That's that's what makes a business go is that yeah. additional work. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they teach you all year. I mean, all all life, eight to five or whatever, you know. So it's kind of like how are you going to succeed over that if mm-hmm. you just if you if you if you you've been trained to go to the job and get the job and do the work mm-hmm. you know it's very interesting you know people find success stories outside of it all the time but the the basic thought of like they've trained you to do the one thing why don't you want to do more i love coming back to it yeah it's very yeah. interesting yeah well you know starting out in the insurance services industry like college didn't teach me anything about insurance i mean i would say college if I could point to one thing, it, it, it helps you, it helps you learn how to learn. It teaches you how to learn, right? Cause you're continuing to add more knowledge and you're having to process through and, and do problem solving. So I would say that's what college does, unless you're in a specific niche field, like a doctor or an attorney where you're learning specifics to your industry, but a, a, a bachelor degree in business administration or marketing taught me nothing about actually sitting down and engaging a client and finding out how can I best serve them with the products that I have at hand? How do I get to know them? Yeah. That's really just about kind of getting seasoned. It's, it's about being there, being face to face with people and whether that's, uh, you know, financial planning or, you know, plumbing, electrician, anything like that. It's, it's meeting with the person who's making the decisions, whether that's the you know, the foreman or the, the homeowner and saying, okay, how do I best serve you? How do I meet your needs? How do I make sure that I go above and beyond your expectations? So that way um, you're happy with the work. I get referrals. Um, you know, my business continues to grow if, or, or my boss gets the call that, Hey, your, your employee did a fantastic job. And, and yeah. then, then I, I move up the ladder. I get a pay raise or what, whatever that looks like. Right, you know, right, right. In addition to just doing a good job and being proud of your work. Right, yeah. Putting your personal thumbprint on it and saying, boom, yep. right there, baby. If anybody yep. needs to call anybody, right there. Yep. You know, that's right. mine. Yep. Yeah. And you're proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. That just comes from doing things. Right. And being good at it comes from being a good person. Yeah. An experience and having yeah. good relationships. Being intentional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, intentional. I like that word. Boom. Word of the podcast, intentional. I mean, I can't keep growing if I'm not thinking about like how to grow, you know, Mm -hmm. how have you found that true in your life? Continuing to grow. Well, I would say, you know, uh, looking at personal relationships with people, uh, you know, the gym work, um, faith, you know, I don't know. I, I think it just has to do with showing up kind of on, on the doorstep of whatever that thing is. And, but being intentional about it though, like every single day you wake up, you have that little time of like, what am I going to do today? You know, mm-hmm. you can like make decisions and call off and like skip around and be late if you want, yeah. you know? So it's like, how do you kind of like go to every place that you go to with intention? How do you like get yourself like motivated? Because the beginning is where it, it starts, you know, yeah. people have the hardest time starting. Yeah. I, I would, I would credit it to, to routines and habits. So there's, um, a, there's a, there's a, there's a rhythm in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as a, as a 
self-employed financial planner and, you know, I, I worked back to Mutual of Omaha. I worked with them for about two years. And then I left with a couple other guys who were leaving Mutual of Omaha to start their own little firm. Right. And so I left, I would have been, you know, 23, 24, you know, didn't know my head from a hole in the ground really when it came to, to business. But I was there with these two other guys paying rent at no boss because we were all just kind of equal partners in this, kind of doing our own thing, mm-hmm. uh, trying to find my own clients, things like that. And so I had to show up. There was there was nobody telling me to show up, like literally none yeah. outside of, am I going to get a paycheck? Like that was it. Well, and so hunger, I knew hunger told you. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I, I knew I had to, I knew I had to go to work to make a, to, to pay the bills. Um, and so that, that became the routine and, 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 and here again, 25 years later, that's just part of what I know I have to do. And, and there's a different responsibility now, you know, with, with two and a half decades of, of clients that, that yeah. need my help. So there's it's a different true. responsibility. So I'm not looking necessarily to, to grow like I was then, you know, that I'm not looking for new opportunities like I was then, but now it's making sure I take care of those people that I promised that I would take care of, you know, years ago. So there's that, um, you know, showing up at the gym. I think, I don't know. I think finding something, it's finding some form of activity, whatever that is, you know, walking your dog, um, trying to strangle someone here at the gym, uh, lifting weights at the Y, whatever it is, I, I think creating that routine and, and making sure that, that uh, you know, you're, you're staying healthy and active. Um, you know, I wanted to be able to keep up with my kiddos. I want to be able to, to roll with my son. He's, he's a, a junior at Carney high and, and yeah. he's a good wrestler. He just won the Carney high invite proud dad moment there. Um, he did. Yeah. Nice. That, yeah. The, the last one that we were slinging pizzas at. Yes, sir. Right there. Very nice. Yes. After that long wait and everything. Yep. Wow. Yep, they got Look at him go. track wrestling back up, and uh, yeah, he went out and did his thing. Won his last, ma- last match in, in triple overtime, so that was pretty sweet. Oh, he's a grinder too, huh? Yeah, yeah. My goodness. And so I wanted, you know, uh, last year he uh, he was out of wrestling for, for uh, a little while, and uh, I got to train with him. So part of, part of uh, what I wanted to do w- when I was working out and – and I think if people start soon enough and create that habit of, of, of just being healthy, uh, mobility. So I'm not talking, I'm, I'm not even talking about weight or like body composition, anything like that. I'm just talking about being functional, being out to go out and do the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Walking your dog, um, you know, pulling an elk mm-hmm. out of the mountains. That's something I got to do a, a few months ago or being able to. Cameron Haynes. This is a new Cameron Haynes, dude. Do you know who that is? I don't. Ah, oh, look him up. You're going to fall in love. Yeah. You're going to have a man crush. <laughs> he just hangs out with Joe Rogan and Jocko, and they just shoot elk with arrows and yeah. do man crap and go for hikes. Yep, I already love the guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, oh, oh, but I always wanted to be able to wrestle and, and compete and, and you know, help my son yeah. develop these things. Um, I, I've had the the – a fortunate opportunity to help 
coach pole vault at Kearney High for the last couple of years, and I'll be doing that again this year. And, and my son actually pole vaults Fantastic. also. So, of course um, he does. Of course he does. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like he he's a he's a great sprinter. Um, nice, good long jumper. So he didn't have to go into the vault, and in fact, he wasn't even sure. But they're like, go vault, and um, so he he wasn't trying to follow in my footsteps. I no. I, I do not believe. I, no. I it just kind of fell in. That's just what happened. he was good at. Yeah. Um, but it's fun to you know so I, to 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 be able to grab a pole and go show a drill versus just trying to tell a, you know a group of fourteen high school boys no this is how you do it and, and you kind of <laughs> you do this with your leg and you kind of do this with your arm you know instead of that being like boys get over here stand on the side of the mat I'm going to show you how this is supposed to look yeah and, and then go do it um, yeah so it's it's things you like can that. still do it you can get over there yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's things like that that I I don't want to lose. Yeah. Um, just I don't know, man. Where's it, that come from? Is that more of a pride thing? I, that's what is I was just what? going to. I don't know if that's pride or <laughs> the thing is to say there's not pride tied to that would be just a flat right. out lie. There is some. There's gonna be. But there's as more than that. It's the joy of being able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's fun. It's it's fun. It's a riot. Yeah, it's fun. Most people are like, "That looks scary." You're like, right. "Not from this point of view." Right. <laughs> that was dope. Right. And I'm not even <laughs> just talking about vaulting. I'm talking about yeah. grappling upstairs. I'm talking yeah. about you yeah. know we we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's. Let me check my cameras here. Keep talking though. No, that's all right. I'm gonna jump to the bathroom real fast. Oh yeah. Okay. Mojo. Huh? I said you'll lose your mojo. Oh, that's what I got this for then. It's true. The dirty stash. Dang it. So my son has a mustache. Does he? Yeah. And Does he uh, rock it? He, like, he, uh, he looks like, who's that, uh, Val Kilmore on Tombstone. Okay, like, yeah. He has it grown out, and it's like twisting up on the sides. Really? Yeah. yeah. I need to step it up. Well, he's, yeah, he's owning you right now. I mean, yours is fuller. <laughs> His is still a 17-year-old, but, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's long. All right, all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about in Tombstone. That's a good movie. That is. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching all those, like, old cowboy movies with John Wayne and Gary. Uh, not Gary, but, yeah. No, Gary. What's his name? Oh, the old dudes like Jimmy Stewart and stuff like yeah. that. All those cowboy movies. Yeah, didn't never, didn't never watch those. No. Mm-mm. Oh, my parents for some reason just fell in love with them. Really? They were, you know, forty years old movies, fifty year old movies, and they were just like every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, see, we didn't have cable, uh, but what we did have was the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, there you go. We had Airwolf. See, I don't know that. that. I don't know that. Oh man, it was a helicopter show. Uh, Night Rider, Mash. Oh, I know Night Rider. Yeah, that car was sick. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I grew up watching. That car. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah. All right. So now let's just talk about life. Let's just spend like, ooh, this might be a good point to say. Yeah, no, this could be. Well, nah, whatever. Never mind. Forget about. <laughs> it. Forget it. Yeah, so so what kind of things do you eat every day to make sure that you can stay healthy, you can stay energetic? What kind of food stuff what are we talking about? Like specific. 
Man. What do you eat every day? Is it always different? Is it literally always different? I'm trying to find holes. You know, I'm trying to find holes. There's a podcast I listen to called Are You Garbage? Right now, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing Are You Garbage? I'm trying to find holes in your life to right. say, like, you know, yeah, give, but, this, but this is the best way to give people an idea right. of who you are. Right. Uh, you know, I'd say the most consistent thing that I, that I eat are cookies. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I would take a chocolate chip cookie over anything. <laughs> but no, I like I, 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 um, back to just listening to my body. So I, I somehow I have figured out or my body has said, I, again, I don't get to take credit for it, but it, if I, if I need protein, I, I crave protein yeah. and I eat protein. And, yeah. and, um, if I, if I am craving shrubbery, you know, I, I go to Amigos and get a, a chicken taco salad. Right. And I, so I, I don't, I don't just go eat stuff. Yeah. Like I, I typically am trying to listen to my body and okay, well, what right. do you need? You know, right. uh, I'm, I'm pretty regular on oatmeal and peanut butter and honey. Yeah. Sometimes I'll That's... take uh, break up a protein bar, throw that in there. So, um, I'm not a big breakfast eater. Um, I, I do like protein bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I, I'd say pretty normal, normal food, normal dinners. Um, I just, I try and make it a point not to overeat. And so when I'm full, I stop. Yeah. Or yeah. this is, this is probably one of the, the, the biggest successes to my current body composition is I will, if I know I want a chocolate chip cookie and I'm not lying about that. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I love dessert. Yeah. I'm, w- I'm with you. I will. I will not eat my whole meal knowing that I'm going to go crush dessert. And I know that, that I have a certain <laughs> calorie allotment. Again, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing math. I'm not thinking about it. No. I just know. It makes sense. I get to a point where I'm like, yeah. okay, if, if I'm going to go have dessert, yeah. then I need to not finish what's on my plate. Yeah. Cool. Wrap it up, throw it in the fridge, you know. I'll yeah. it later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste it. Yeah. And I just, you know, actually I was on that, on that ruck that I was just talking about. Um, again, I think, I think what I was feeling was I had to eat too much. And so on that walk, I was like, I wonder how long it takes like food if I overate to move to fat, like on my body. So I just learned that it within the last week, it, wow. it, it can, it can move to stored body fat uh, about four to six hours after you overeat if if you yeah and yeah. so i was like okay. blow. so that you know and, and so that kind of shapes again I, a lot of a lot of my life i've like back solved learning is like oh this is how i do it and i learned that actually i was doing it correctly again no credit to me just credit to i feel like how how I've listened to my body and I believe God created our bodies to do amazing things. And mm-hmm. if we just mm-hmm. listen to our bodies, um, based on how God designed them. Yeah. But it's not terribly complicated. No, it's not. Trust your guts. Pretty. It's pretty, it's the simplest way I could probably break it down. Yeah. Your gut is in alignment with your chakra or your aura or whatever you, 
you people want to say you have going on in you. There's an energy for sure. It's created by God and it's started by what you're eating. So if you trust your gut and you eat good things and you eat the protein when you need it and then you need the 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 greens when you need it, you know, the, the fiber and then you want sugar. So you go get some sugar and you know how to kind of like do it all. Trust your gut. You don't need to learn a single bit of it. It's trust your gut. You feel bad, you know? Mm-hmm. You feel bad. Mm-hmm. So then you trust your gut. And then when you, you, you're physically okay and you have decisions to make, trust your gut again. What do you want to do? And then make the math work backwards again like you do. Was that good? Did it make sense? Was that beneficial for every party involved? And then you say, yeah, that's, and that is what I wanted to do. I didn't know that I was building an empire or whatever. Like, you know, I didn't know that I was like setting myself up to have a sales meeting in the next couple of weeks, but like doing that, trusting your gut and really going off of your emotions with the beginning of having good intentions and being like positive in the beginning. It's very good. Yeah. You see, you see a lot of progress. Yeah. And let's, let's take that a step further and, and come at it from the, uh, what you referenced earlier, the, the polarity. So you're talking yeah. about good things. Let's talk about the bad things. Yeah. Um, kind of the, yeah. when, when things don't go your way, when things don't go right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, it sucks. It Let's just acknowledge that sucks. Yeah. Sucks. It's, uh, it's life changing. And, and so what I would say to that is learning from the mistakes and we all make mistakes and uh, that's the one thing I, I love about my savior is that he's okay with me making mistakes. Yeah. He's very okay with it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, d- d- build on that. How can I not be okay with other people making mistakes and forgiving them? If, mm. if, if I'm mm. being forgiven. Oh, say it again, say it again slower. <laughs> so you've got, say it again slower. Well, I'm forgiven. Right. So I need to forgive. Boom. I, I'm given grace. I need to give grace. Yeah. Uh, on that same token, when I have, I, I, I need to ask for grace. Right. Oh. And so Ooh. not just from my, my, my savior, but from other people. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. again, referencing back to the disparity of, okay, well, I did a lot of good things, a lot of right things. And then, and then I, you know, I learned from him and good things happened. Okay. Bad things, bad choices that, that I've made that, that people have made is how, how do you, how do you move through that and, um, acknowledge it, um, learn to, learn to keep living, like learn to continue to put your best foot forward. And, um, you know, so, I would say uh, on top of just doing things right or doing things well, um, being able to process through what do I need to do better? Where am I falling short? Mm -hmm. And um, there always is, you don't just, you don't just show up like good, you know? Right. You got to a point where you are good. Like this is good. You are good. You're trying to do good things, but you can always be better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and things, you know, I, I'm, I'm incredibly blessed because I, you know, my, my, my joints are okay. And, and, and my, my muscles are okay, but, but that's not everybody at 47. And no. so, um, there could be, I, I mean, heck tomorrow I could, I could, uh, break my leg. 
Yeah. Tomorrow I could get in a car accident. You know, I just had a client uh, over in, uh, well, in a town not too far from here. She was retiring December 17th. Uh, this was three weeks ago. She was walking to work. So her and her husband are retiring. Going to go live the retirement dream. She got hit by a car walking into work. She's now in a hospital. Not sure if she's even going to come out of the coma. Um, uh, so, I mean, like, stuff happens. It, yeah. Wow. I was just at a funeral for uh, a buddy that I pole vaulted with at college. His dad just passed away. You know, so there are wow. things that come into our lives that are um, just life changers, game changers. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I think that's probably one of the biggest things is how do we move past that? Mm-hmm. How do you um, handle it? Yeah. How do you yeah. handle that? Right. How do you, I mean, there's a lot of ways to handle it. How are you going to handle it? Right. Everything that you do in life and then a thing like that happens. Yeah. How you live your life is how you're going to handle it. Right. So you got to train yourself to be good at handling adversity. Yeah. That's not a, I don't think there's a class you can pay for that teaches you to do it in a week. There's not, you know, like you just got to live and do it. It takes time. It does. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. But I think the foundations that, you know, I think for a lot of people, what you're building today is gonna is is gonna be the the step stool for when those bad things happen. So, if you know if if you are healthy physically and you break your leg, you're probably gonna recover faster than somebody who doesn't take care of themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have given time to those relationships, uh, for my buddy Chad who lost his father, you know. He had he had been invested with his dad that he knew his his dad was going to heaven. He had a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus, and, and and so when when that day happened, when he went to meet his maker, he was okay with it. Yeah, because because uh, because of his faith, because yeah. of the time that he had committed to it. Mm-hmm. So he he had that foundation. He had that step stool to to help him move through that tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, we don't always have the opportunity to, to create those step stools mm-hmm. to help us move through them. So I don't know. For me, uh, I've got some amazing people in my life. This gym is is one of those places where I have amazing people, mm-hmm. uh, amazing family, um, my relationship with Christ. There's, it, it's it's those things that are that that certainly allow me to get through some of the tough times in in my life. Right. You just have to kind of be grateful for where you were born who you were, who you were born to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could have been born in Singapore, a woman who's 4'2", with like a club foot or something. Like, who knows what life I could be living. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just really grateful that Mm -hmm. I get the opportunity to be blessed. Right. Like, I feel blessed. Right. Like, I feel like it's not fair. Like, there's a lot of things in my life that I just kind of like go back over a day and I'm like, that happens to anybody else and really bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's not fair that I get all of this like love and attention and forgiveness when I make mistakes because I know how much I'm like doing things wrong, mm-hmm. which is one of the good uh, things that I do. I think I like I've been listening to a lot about like entrepreneurship and people that are like pure entrepreneurs just are always doing things wrong. 
And then they get a, like the one thing to go right. And that's why they get a legend because everybody already knows they weren't doing anything right. Mm-hmm. And then they get something good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, he just didn't give up. We love him now. Mm-hmm. And you can't do anything but love that person. Mm-hmm. So it's like being, being, being constantly messing up is like hard to live with. But it's kind of like, ah, at least I know I'm going to, if I just don't stop, I'm going to have something pop off. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, but like, um, and that could not be the case true. You work a lot. There's a lot of people that work a long time right. and work very hard and don't have anything right. pop off yep. to quote. Yeah. But like, well, I think, you know, you brought it up, but, but that's part of it is like being grateful it's it's uh i don't know it's some i think some parents or or grandparents can pass that down to the next generation but there's really something to that that i think each of us individually have to step into ownership of being grateful mm-hmm. like and because there's a cognitive side to that typically people aren't just inherently grateful it's mm-hmm. most people have moved through and a lot of times it is tragedy in their life where they they're, they're able to stop for a moment and go, okay, well this, this moment right now, um, you know, tragedy, divorce, sick kid, disease, whatever it is, you're like, this is awful. This is terrible, but it's, it's, it's in the light of having amazing people around me or my health or whatever that is most people have to take that cognizant step of like, okay, I need to be grateful. I need to step into being grateful for what God has given me for what I do have in my life yeah. and stop focusing on this, you know, the, 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 the negative, what would the Zig Ziglar call that? The stinking thinking, you know, like yeah. there's a whole lot to be grateful for. There's a whole yeah. lot of amazing things in yeah. this world. And, and, um, we can choose to look at the, 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 the negative, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, you don't have to, you don't have to, that's, it feels like that's something that's like pe- negative people have just never heard. Yeah. Like, Hey dude, you don't have to be negative. Right. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't feel like they've ever heard that. Yeah. You know, you get around one and it's still, it's, it's like, well, if that's where you've put your energy and that's where you find value because that's who you are and you're like, well, I'm. <sighs> that's that's what drives you then i mean that's that's how I, we get bad people yeah well I, I, and i don't even know if i'd say bad people that's where we get unhealthy people people there that are there that um that that aren't they're not they're they're not being productive they're um, not building yeah. up they're not loving yeah yeah cuz you can disagree they hurt, with someone they hurt and people love. more than they love they they they're not bad people. They're unhealthy people doing bad things. Bad people. That's why we get people that can't be around the regular society. You're just unhealthy and you don't know. How do we find these people that are unhealthy and they don't know and then get them healthy? You can't make anybody do anything. We have free will. It's a very hard thing we're doing here. Yeah. Being alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we just keep loving them. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You just keep showing up and yeah, you, you keep making the opposite decision that they're making. Yeah, and I don't think it I don't think it's necessarily like a counterbalance. I think it is I think we change people through love. 
Yes. So that means you have to engage them in the like if they're they're rolling around in the in the in the trash. Yeah. Sometimes you got to jump in there with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. true. It's literally just true. Right. If you find someone who's going through a hard time, you can't just say, "Well, come with me. I do good things. I have a great time. I'm going to show you how to do it." Sometimes you have to go and meet them at their level and be like, "Well, if this is what you do, are, like are are you serious? This is this is what you do?" Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here for you. Right. So I guess this is what we're doing. Right. That story will win over the adoption story every time. Yeah. Because the adoptee doesn't know how to live there. Right. <laughs> they yeah. don't know how to operate under your pretenses. Right. Until you <clears throat> until you can show them that right. that that lens, you know, look look through this lens versus your lens. But you have to get down and and I mean that's what we started talking about kind of at the beginning is is being intentional with with, mm. with people and, and and moving in and and accepting them for who they are. Grace. Mm-hmm. We talked about that at the beginning also, you know, it's it's like I but the key is, is is being solid with who you are. So oh, if I'm going to go get in key. a trash mm-hmm. with someone, that doesn't necessarily mean like okay, they're they've got a cocaine addiction. I'm going to go, you know, do a little blow with them and right. and then and you then can't try compromise and, who you are to try to love them. Correct. You have to be who you are and love them. Correct. Right. All right. So you got to be solid with who you are, and, and then and you know then engage them where they're at, and mm-hmm. and back to that whole point of like okay, you want you want better for them. That's a that's a that's an honest way to love someone, mm-hmm. not necessarily just based off of your beliefs. You know, you, you see, you see, uh, my parents. Quick side story: my parents were were doing a, a missionary work, and they were down on an island, and um, they were bringing medical goods. and And my dad, I remember him telling me, you know, there's you know like sixty kids, and they're just all hanging out. They're running around. They're playing with a soccer ball. Some kids are, you know playing with a doll and, and all day long, they're just having fun. And, and it, if we wanted to say, well, hold on, we know how to really entertain kids. Like, well, let me show you what our kids do. And you, and you give them a, a stinking device and these kids go from running around, engaging each other, mm-hmm. you know, talking to now sitting by themselves in a bedroom on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like that's in my opinion, not better, but that's how we do it. So we can't go into a situation saying, I know the answer based on what, what I, what I do and what I've seen, uh, because in my opinion, that's, that's wrong. But yet we come back, we're like, well, we have more money. We, you know, we can give them this, we can give them, them these phones. We can give them these things that, that would entertain them. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, that would ruin their lives. So it wasn't about money. Mm-hmm. It was about, you know, allowing these kids to engage together. So my point of that whole story is what I believe to be right for you may not be right for you or what, what, what's right in my situation isn't necessarily right in your situation. Mm-hmm. But for me to show up and say, Hey man, I see you roll around, you're rolling around in a trash here. Tell me about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like why, mm-hmm. why are you hanging out in the trash? Do you like the trash? Does this smell good? Yeah. Are there things to eat in there? Yeah. Hey dude, do you know that's trash? Yeah. Why are you there? Right. Do you know that there's other things not trash? Right. If you like it, it's cool. Do you think, bro? I'm not trying to stop you, but do you know that that's right. trash? Yeah. There are other things. Look at me. Do you want to come with me? Right. Like, like yeah. there's a whole process of things that need to happen. Right. And it takes time. Yeah. But not even saying, look at me. Like, uh, 
just saying, again, understanding them, their why, their story, first and foremost, and then saying, what else is out there for you? Like, what, what else is there for you in this world besides where you're at right now? Mm-hmm. And, and then being able to walk them through, mm-hmm. you know, what, what could your world look like? You know, what could your world look like if you stopped drinking, if you stopped using drugs, if mm-hmm. you started exercise, if you, yeah. Yeah. S- you know, stopped going home and just sitting on your couch every night. Yeah. If you started maybe engaging with me and, you know, and it's, it's, it's just showing them an alternative and, and I've needed that for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming at this from a, a perspective of that's my experience. I needed people. And I've needed this my entire life. I've needed people to come alongside Love me where I'm at at that moment. Mm-hmm. So if it's in dysfunction, if it's in unhealth, whatever that is, somebody just come alongside and just saying, "Hey, man, I, I love you." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, show up at the gym tonight. Yeah, man, I love you. Let's yeah. let's go grab food. Let's go grab coffee. Yeah, yeah, that means everything. It the, is. Yeah, the relationship is there. Yeah, the time is spent. Yeah, you know. Yep. If you don't, if you don't go. Then you're never gonna get the opportunity, right? You're just never gonna get it, right? Because no matter how good you get at your life, if you really want to love on people and help people, you can't just put on a seminar and then tell all your secrets in the seminar and then have them lining up. It's the opposite. You gotta do it for free. Yeah, you gotta do it for free. You gotta do it good, mm-hmm. and then you get the reward, which is. A, a, a way more enjoyable life for yourself. You have more fun doing what you do because you're not you're not even doing anything for number one, no money, and then money shows up. Huh, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And then number two, it's just like for you, like it's for them, but it's for you, right? And it's uh, it's very re- rewarding to watch. It's fun to watch someone doing it for real. Very easy to tell who you are, you know. You can tell I'm a little bit of a wild person and I'm a talker. You know, we're all over the place. I can tell you're a good dude, you know? A lot of good dudes up here, but like you're yeah. one of them. You're another one that I've talked to. Just another one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we do have a lot of people I and again, I I don't know why, but uh just a handful of the people that I'm thinking of like have, have struggled through something or another. Mm -hmm. And it's typically when we come out the other side that we're refined, we're a little more polished. We have a greater understanding of, of, of grace, Mm -hmm. a a greater understanding of like giving somebody else grace. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. because, because of my failures or because of their failures, it's easier for them to just love on people, not, not saying I've got my shit together. So, and you don't, so we're not company. Right. 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 Like I'm a mess. You're a mess. Yeah. Let's go work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it is the people, but it is, it's very fun to find people that have gone through some sort of like tragedy or adversity. And it's usually Mm -hmm. those ones that can have that. Right. That ability to do that. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of someone who's gone through a lot of someone who's gone through a lot of adversity recently, uh, Joey, here's your shirt, bro. He ordered this for me for for probably six months ago. Yeah, six months ago, probably he texted me, "I want a shirt," and I haven't gotten it to him. It's been in my room, and I failed him. 
so he's been through a lot of, a lot of adversity. I wanted to give him a special shout out on the podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Joey Joey gives me about as much shit as anybody. <laughs> so I feel like there's a little irony going on here. That you're giving him a shout out. <laughs> That's how he is too. Yeah, yeah. He likes to poke the bear. He loves poking the bear. <laughs> and he that's the thing it. I love about the gym is that somebody who pokes a bear, you can literally go strangle them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a crowd. You have an audience. Yep. <laughs> Pretty soon everybody yep. figures it out and yep. they're like, five bucks on five yep. bucks on Scotty. Joey, yours is coming. <laughs> yes, I am the old man. And, and I accept that. <laughs> Step it up, baby. Yo, this uh, we're going to wrap this podcast up. This is a good time. I really enjoyed this. Thanks for coming on once yeah, again. We're taking too much of your time. No, it's been my pleasure. Fantastic. You're welcome back anytime. Sounds hit good. me up. Hit Rich up. Just say, hey, I got something I want to talk about. Where's the slot? <laughs> Where's the spot opening? Sounds good, man. Hit him up. Hit him up. Guys, you know what it is. Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, go to Snapchat, go to Threads, go to Rumble. There's more. I can't think of all of them, but there's more. Go to Patreon, go to, hmm, let's see, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. There's too many. I can't. Just go to the internet, look up The Ugly Franco, and you can find podcasts like this somehow for free, Okay. Um, and thanks for listening. Like, we really appreciate you. Uh, come to Carney Combat Sports, okay? Come to Carney Com- Combat Sports. Seriously. You'll be better for it. Come to Carney Combat Sports. You'll be better for it. <laughs> that's it. That's all well, we got. That's the end. And then the music will be playing. Yeah.